Hello, hello, my beautiful friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Climbing with Coach Kaya podcast. Golly gee, I am so, so glad that you're here. Today, my friends, we're going to talk about a lifelong struggle that Kaya has had, and I would venture to guess that maybe I'm not alone here. I mean, maybe I am, but I don't think so. The lifelong struggle, one of many, you know, I'm human, just like the rest of us, but one of the things that I'm still actively working on learning is how to use the word no. Anybody else? Anybody else really struggle with using the word no? Or maybe it just like you've striked it from your vocabulary entirely. Now, perhaps I get this a little bit from my mom, my dad. I think that they are the kind of people that also struggle with saying no. And I've done a lot of deep diving into this work for myself. And now, while I haven't officially cracked the code, I'm here to share some lessons learned on how we can start saying no so we can say yes, learning how and when to say no, and maybe also why we struggle saying no in the first place. So without further ado, let's dive on in. Hello there, beautiful friend. I'm your host, Kaya, a cattle rancher turned accidental life coach after embarking on my own health journey, losing over 100 pounds, but most importantly, rebuilding my relationship with myself. Now I am more on fire than ever to empower others to create a healthy life that they love from the inside out by sharing the tools, tips, and strategies that I've learned and continue to learn along the way. Mindset, health, body image, self-love, entrepreneurship, and more. We're here to chat about climbing the mountains of life all while finding joy in the journey. Welcome to the Climbing with Coach Kaya podcast. Now let's get climbing. Hey friend. Thank you so much for tuning in. It is so special to have you here. But I wanted to ask you a quick question. Do you like hearing from me? Not just in this way on the podcast, but what would you think about getting a little bit of sunshine into your inbox every Wednesday morning? That's exactly what I send to everybody that has signed up for my email list. Every Wednesday, I let you know what the new podcast is that's dropping. I also give you free resources, books I'm reading, quotes I'm loving, recommendations, and just whatever thoughts are stewing in my brain. And I'd love to have you hang out with me over there. You can click the link below to sign up for my email list, and I would love to see you in your inbox. Now, my friends, are there any other people pleasers in the house? Raise your hand. I don't know why I'm asking you to raise your hand because I clearly can't see you, but I just want you to know that my hand is raised. Although I would say that I don't like to call myself a people pleaser anymore. I like to consider myself a recovering people pleaser instead. Now listen, I am someone who used to almost pride myself on being a people pleaser. You know, it was like one of those things where, you know, when you're in a job interview and they say, you know, to share your biggest strength and also your biggest weakness. And when you're thinking about what you want to say, you're trying to find that, you know, weakness that you could almost spin to be a positive thing. For me, that was people pleasing. It's one of those things where I'm like, oh yeah, like I'm a people pleaser, but you say it in a way where you actually want people to think it's a good thing and see it as a strength. Like big deal. I want to make people happy. What's so wrong about that? Right? This is really what I believe for a really long time. Like, yeah, I'm a people pleaser, but I mean, is it so wrong to want to please people? People love being pleased, right? Right? No big deal. Well, actually, it is a big deal, a bigger deal than I thought. Because although it may be deceiving, doing things solely for the purpose of making other people happy isn't 
actually always the most loving thing that you can do for them or for yourself. Doing things just to make other people happy is not always the kindest move. Now, hear me out here. I once heard a coach talk about people-pleasing in a way that quite honestly blew my mind, caught me off guard, and I felt very personally victimized by this conversation. And what I've learned is that when something hits a nerve and I feel myself being very defensive, it's usually a sign to myself that I got some some work to do, some things to explore. If something strikes a nerve in me, that signals to me, all right, Kaya, that's interesting. Let's explore this a little bit deeper. I don't know if you are the same way, but I want you to become compassionately curious about the things that are triggers for you. Okay. And this one podcast that I heard about people pleasing really struck me. The way she talked about people pleasing was she said that people pleasing is actually manipulation. Now hang in with me here. Okay. Maybe, maybe you're already feeling triggered. People pleasing is actually manipulation. And here's why. When we do things to make people happy, it is because we want them to like us, right? Which makes sense. It is in our human DNA. We're herd animals. Every single one of us cares to some extent what other people think of us. And of course, we want people to like us. We want to be part of the tribe. We don't want people to kick us out of our tribe. And so we may do things to please other people so we can continue to be a part of the tribe so that they will like us. They will accept us. They will love us. We do things because we want them to have a positive perception of us. We do things because we hope that by making them happy, that will result in them favoring us or having this high regard for us, right? Which which makes sense. However, when we say yes to things that we don't actually want to do, we are actually being dishonest with ourselves and the party or the person in which we are saying yes to. We're saying yes to this thing, but only because I want you to think a certain way about me. I would rather lie to you to manipulate your perception of me than be honest about my intentions. Whoa. Did anybody else feel called out by that statement just now? When we say it that way, it makes me understand, oh my goodness, people-pleasing is actually so much more self-serving than you may realize. I mean, when we say people-pleasing, it sounds like it's literally for other people, but at the end of the day, a lot of the reasons that we people-please is to protect ourselves, our image, what other people think about us. And while saying yes to other people because we want to make them happy, while it might feel like the kind thing to do at first, maybe because you don't want to avoid conflict or you're afraid of disappointing someone, which by the way, also has to do largely with our own discomfort in those situations, definitely speaking for myself here. These situations when we say yes, when we don't actually want to say yes, can actually foster resentment on your end. And that can ultimately lead to issues in that relationship, whatever that relationship looks like. I want you to think about it. Have you ever said yes to something. I want you to think about an example of when you have said yes to something that you really didn't want to do. Maybe it was accepting a spot on a volunteer board that you really didn't have time to say yes to. Maybe it was saying yes to attending a party or a function that you really would have rather stayed home instead of going to. Maybe it was saying yes to helping bring desserts to your kid's sporting event. I don't know what it was, but I want you to think about an example in your life when you said yes, when you really didn't want to. How did you feel when you said yes? 
Did you have this like internal dread all the way leading up to the event or the activity that you committed to? During it, did you have silent dread about the fact that you were there, feeling like a little pissy on the inside that you're actually not at home watching Netflix and, you know, eating takeout with your lover? I don't know. And then afterwards, how did you feel about that person? Because you were there with this intention of wanting them to like you, but ultimately at the end of the day, you probably like that person less secretly. They don't even know that, right? So it is an unkind thing to do to yourself, to put yourself in a situation where you don't want to be. And it's also unkind to the people that you're saying yes to because you're being dishonest, you're trying to manipulate their perception of you, and you're growing resentment, which can cause tension silently within that relationship. I share this because I really want you to challenge this perception of people pleasing if you're anything like I was, which was seeing it as this badge of honor that I was a people pleaser, that I wanted to make other people happy. Guess what? There are a lot of ways that you can serve people in an honest, loving, authentic way that is in alignment with what you actually want to do. I also want to hold space for you if you are someone who just gets the heebie-jeebies even thinking about saying the word no or thinking back to that past situation and going through your mind about like, what would it have been like if I told my Aunt Pam that I wasn't going to actually be able to bring anything to the potluck? What would that look like? Obviously, I'm just making up these examples on the fly, but I want you to reconsider people-pleasing. And I want you to explore the idea that people-pleasing is actually dishonesty and manipulation. And I don't want to say that to you to incite any shame. Okay, this is a this is a non-judgment zone here. We are going to be compassionately curious about ourselves, but I want us to explore and have more awareness when we're saying yes out of people pleasing, what our intentions are there and how to approach the situation differently. So that said, a lot of people pleasing causes us to say yes to things we don't actually want to do. So where do we go from here? How do we start saying no? I want us to start flexing our no muscles. And I say we, because I am right there with you, sister, friend, pal. I am learning how to say no. And I've gotten a lot better over the last couple of years, but I've got a lot of work to do. So we can do this work together. Where do we go from here? Step one, you have to know what your yes actually is. What do I mean by your yes? I mean, aside from what anybody else wants of you, expects of you, thinks that you should be doing, what is your yes right now in this season? What do you want? What do you want to do? What are your core values? What lights you up and brings you joy? What are the current priorities in your life in this season? We can use these kind of questions to get clear on what our yeses are in our life. And this might change depending on what we've got going on, from season to season in different phases of our life. But if we can get crystal clear on this, we can know what our current yes is, it's going to make it so much easier to know when to say no. So let's say that you're a brand new mom, right? Your yes in this season might be spending quality time at home with your family and just establishing new routines and figuring out this whole motherhood thing. In this season, big job changes or opportunities to volunteer in local community boards might not be aligned for you. That might be something you would say no to in this season. If you're a college student, your yes right now might be focused on your studies, research, paying off your student loans and applying for jobs. And maybe in this season, extravagant spending on lavish vacations may not be aligned for you. Maybe they are, but only you can know what your yes is for this season. 
If you're a new entrepreneur, your yes right now might be investing time and energy into building your business, which might require you to say no to other things that distract from that, like multiple season binges on Netflix that keep you up until 3 a.m., for example. You are the only person who can determine what your yes is in this moment. And if you don't get crystal clear on what that looks like, then it will be harder to stay stuck in the pattern of saying yes to everyone else. I want you guys to think about that. If you have a calendar that is open because you just don't really know what your priority is in this season of your life, it seems that you're completely open. You're completely free. So if someone asks you to do something, it feels hard to say no because you don't feel like you have a justifiable reason to say no. Now, I'll also say this. You're allowed to say no simply for the fact that you don't want to do it, period, hard stop. You don't have to have any prior obligations. You don't have to have anything booked. You are absolutely allowed to say no without any explanation. But for your confidence in saying no, if you're able to know what your yeses are, you can do so without being like, oh, I don't really have a good reason not to. Okay, yeah, I can do that. I can totally be there. Do you have a side hustle or business that you're ready to take to the next level? In my opinion, one of the most valuable assets as a business of any size, whether you're just starting out or have been hammering on for years, is a website. Whether it's a simple landing page with just the basics or a full-fledged site with a blog and store, having a place where people can search and discover you online makes your business immediately look more credible. If it's the fear of having to fork over thousands of dollars to a professional to build one for you that's holding you back, I have a little secret for you. You can build your own website today without any knowledge of coding or fancy schmancy tech skills using Squarespace. Trust me, if I can do it, so can you. Not only did I build my own Coach Kaya website, but I also built my family's Twistleman Ranch website, the Backroad Cowgirls digital series website, and countless more using Squarespace's simple, easy-to-use templates that made it a breeze to get a website launched and ready to welcome new customers. Time to take that business of yours to new levels. Click the link in the show notes to start your free trial with Squarespace today. Once you know what your yes is, it might be helpful to have some guiding questions to hold up to new opportunities to determine how you might choose to respond. Is this going to be a yes for me or is this going to be a no for me? I'm currently reading a book. It's called The Gap and the Gain by Dan Sullivan and Dr. Benjamin Hardy. And y'all, it is so stinking good. I am being called out a lot in this book, which means there's a lot of growth for me to do for sure. Now, the chapter I was reading this morning shared six filtering questions that Lee Brower, an entrepreneur and gratitude expert, uses for making high quality decisions. Those questions are as follows. Number one, is this opportunity, person, expense, adventure, experience, relationship, commitment, and so on aligned with my values? Is this opportunity aligned with my values? Now, if the answer is no to this question, you can just stop right there. If there is an opportunity that is open to you, but it is not aligned with your values, that should be an easy no. That should be an easy no. If it is not in alignment with you, then it is not for you. Question number two, will this opportunity take advantage of my unique ability and make me even stronger? Is this a yes for me? Is it something that I can offer value to? Is it going to offer value to me? Is it going to make me stronger in whatever area of my life that may be? 
And if it's not something that's going to take advantage of your unique ability, maybe it's not something you should say yes to. Maybe it's an opportunity for somebody else to say yes to. It might be in alignment with their abilities to help them be stronger. So question two, will this opportunity take advantage of my unique ability and make me even stronger? Next question, three, how will this opportunity benefit mankind? Is there a bigger cause or purpose that will benefit society? Now, again, these are Lee's questions. Maybe this one isn't as something that closely resonates to you, but if it's something that benefits the bigger picture, maybe it feels more aligned for you. Question number four, does this make sense financially? You're the only one that knows what your income is, knows what's in your bank account, knows what you like to spend your money on, knows what makes sense for you financially right now in this season. Does this make sense financially? If you are struggling to pay rent right now, Maybe saying yes to some big extravagant trip abroad sounds awesome, but maybe it's just a not right now for where you're at financially. Question number five, is this transactional, meaning a standalone opportunity, or is it transformational, a gateway opportunity? Will saying yes to this open up the doors for future opportunities to come? Or is this just something I do once and it's over? And the last question, which might be my favorite, if I say yes to this opportunity, what then must I say no to? I love this question because my husband calls me out on this all the time. I am traditionally a yes girl. Usually my default answer is always yes, 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 yes. And I think part of it is that I've had to learn and I'm currently still learning on how to get past FOMO, the fear of missing out. I say yes because I want to try all the things, do all the things, go all the places, meet all the people, period. However, my husband is really good at reminding me. He says, cool, that sounds great, Kaya. What are you going to remove from your plate right now to make room for that? And if I have a hard time coming up with something, maybe it's a sign that I don't have space for it in my life. If you say yes to this opportunity, what then must you say no to? Now, these questions are, again, from a gentleman, Lee Brower, that he uses as a guidepost for making quality decisions. Of course, you are free to craft your own questions that make sense for you, but borrow these if they resonated. That last question is one of my favorites and perhaps the most important one to remind myself of. Because if you say yes to everything and everyone else, you are ultimately saying no to yourself. And on the flip side, if you have a tendency to see no as a bad word or like just the idea of saying no stresses you out or makes you feel like inside, consider the fact that saying no is actually saying yes to something else. Saying no is actually saying yes to something else, which is a beautiful thing. And here's the other thing I want you to know. Saying no can also look like simply saying not right now. It doesn't have to mean no forever. I want you guys to revisit what your yes is in different seasons of your life. Because right now, an opportunity that's presenting itself, maybe it's a, a new job that's moving you across the country, but maybe you just had a baby and you're close to family. That doesn't mean that you can never take advantage of a new job opportunity and move across the country, but maybe it just doesn't make sense for you and your family right now in this season. I actually recently said no to something that I really wanted to say yes to. And this is a big deal for me because as I shared at the beginning of this, this is something that I'm actively working on with you all in real time. I am by no means an expert. I'm just sharing as I'm learning here with you. Some of our friends are celebrating their 10-year anniversary this year, and they invited us to join them on a trip. 
we've never done an international trip together. And so we thought it'd be really fun to use this, this celebration to kind of go on a trip with one another. And let me tell y'all, I have been hungry for international travel. I haven't been abroad again since I moved home from Europe and gosh, I am just craving it so, so badly. So I had immediately blocked off my calendar for a week and a half in October so that we could say yes to this, this trip. And we had it on my calendar for months and months and months. We hadn't decided where we wanted to go, but they had finally landed on the Canary Islands, which I had to do some research, y'all. Geography is not my strong suit. They are a Spanish group of islands actually off of the coast of Morocco and Africa. And they look freaking amazing. I was getting so excited and I just immediately was like, yes, we're coming. It's going to be awesome. But after doing some thinking, and I'll confess, after some encouragement from my husband, I had to get really honest with myself and reconsider. A trip to the Canary Islands in October sounds freaking phenomenal. But when I looked at my schedule... I would have been in Missouri the week before, came home the day of my cousin's wedding to wash my clothes, pack my bags, and fly out the next morning to travel 24 hours just to get to the islands, be there for a few days, travel 24 hours back to fly straight to Dallas to speak at my friend's event, to then fly straight to Evansville, Indiana to speak at another event before coming home. Let's be honest, that's a lot. That's a lot for anyone. And my husband is the one that encouraged me. He said, honey, I want you to think about your future self. Let me tell you, I love hate when he uses my words against me, but sometimes it's necessary. And the truth was is the timing didn't make sense for me. It wouldn't have been loving to me or my friends involved if I had said yes, because I would have been on this trip and it probably would have been really hard for me to enjoy it and be present because I'd be stressed out, stressed out with travel, stressed out that I wasn't going to make it back in time for my next speaking event, stressed out worrying about the preparation. And it just would have been a lot. And I think one of the reasons why I wanted to say yes, because is because I just, I'm so hungry for travel. What if this opportunity doesn't present itself again? But ultimately I had to remind myself that saying no to the Canary Islands doesn't mean I never get to go to the Canary Islands. It doesn't mean I never get to go on a trip with my friends. Ultimately, I just said, not right now. Right now, my calendar is just really booked and my priority in this season is honoring those commitments for my business. And after I made the decision to say no, gosh, I felt so much more at peace for honoring myself and my needs while also trusting that opportunities like this are abundant and they will come back around again. So practice. If saying no is hard, practice saying not right now, not in this season. And getting really clear on what your yes is, is going to make it easier to know when no or not right now is the appropriate response. So next time you're asked to do something, I want you to give yourself time to pause before making a decision, especially if you're someone like me that has struggled with having your automatic default response being immediately yes to everything. In fact, I think it might actually serve us better if our immediate default to everything was no. But I want you just to practice giving yourself time to pause. If other people ask you a question or give you an opportunity, say, oh my gosh, thank you so much. Let me think on that and I'll let you know. It's okay to give yourself time to think instead of responding impulsively because I think a lot of times impulsively we have a tendency to want to people please and give people the answer that they want to hear. Give yourself time to pause so you can tune inward to know what answer is in alignment for you in this season. And once you give yourself time to pause, get clear on what your reasons are for saying yes to that opportunity and what your reasons are for saying no. 
and refer back to some of those guiding questions to kind of use as a way to gauge if this makes sense for you right now. Now, if your reasons for saying yes are people-pleasing because you think other people will like you more for saying yes, I don't think that's a good enough reason. And if it's scarcity or a feeling like this opportunity may never come around, that might not always be a good enough reason either. Get really clear on what your yes is so saying no will come easier to you. And guess what? I just want to reiterate this one more time. Even if you have time in your schedule to say yes to whatever the thing is, you still don't have to say yes. It's actually okay to leave white space in your life for rest or other opportunities that might be in more alignment for you. Consider this. You cannot receive space for new opportunities if your plate is already full. You can't put dessert on your plate if it's already covered in other crap that you only kind of like. I want you guys to think about that. Let's say you're at a potluck. We recently had a potluck for my grandpa's 90th birthday. And I love a good potluck because, you know, everyone's got their specialties. You have the ants that tend to bring the same items and you know which one makes the best cobbler. And, you know, there's it's basically a way for you to try all sorts of different things. And I think that it's easy for us to be like, well, I just want to try a little bit of everything and or a lot of all these things. And at the end of it, you're like, well, crap, my plate is already full and I've only made it halfway down the line. If you were able to look at building a plate at a potluck as the same way for building your plate of your life, don't put crap on your plate that you don't even like. Trust me, your Aunt Susan is not going to be pissed that you didn't eat her carrots, okay? Don't put stuff on your plate that you don't actually like so that you can leave room on your plate for stuff that you really love. Leave room for dessert. If you've got a full plate, you can't even accept the dessert. I mean, I guess you could go back and find another plate, but that's not how this life works in this metaphor, okay? (laughs) Leave room on your plate for dessert. Leave space in your calendar, in your schedule for yeses that are in perfect alignment with you. I hope that made sense like I wanted it to. Now all of a sudden I'm just hungry for cobbler. So sorry if you are too. To wrap this up, I just want to encourage you to guard your yeses and practice saying no or not right now more. And if it feels uncomfortable to do so, that's okay because guess what happens through discomfort? Growth, baby. And we are all about growth around here. In order for other people to respect your boundaries, you have to make them for yourself first. And when you get really clear on what your yes is, what your priorities are, how you want to spend your time and energy right now in this season, it's going to be so much easier for you to show up and honor yourself and your needs and also show up with honesty and integrity when you respond to other people who present opportunities to you, whatever those may be. Get clear on what your yes is so that you don't make your yeses for everyone else but yourself. I love y'all so stinking much. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. And if this resonated with you or if you know someone who maybe also struggles with saying no and you think this could be helpful for them, shoot it over to them, share it in your stories in a screenshot, tag me, tell me what resonated with you all. And in the meantime, I am just going to encourage you, my dear sweet friend, to number one, get really clear on your yes. And number two, practice saying no or not right now. It's like a muscle, okay? The more that we use that no muscle or the not right now muscle, the stronger it's going to get, the easier it's going to get to use it. I believe in you. I believe in me. And we've got this, okay? I love y'all so stinking much. I'll see you right back here, same time, same place next week. 
Thank you so much for tuning into another episode of the Climbing with Coach Kaya podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please hit subscribe and leave me a review sharing what you loved most. Come hang out with me on Instagram and Facebook to keep the conversation going as we continue to find joy in the journey. Until next time, I am cheering for you, friend. Keep climbing and we'll chat soon.